Drivers speeding through school zones during school hours were visited by the official Stop Being a Massive Dick team, who punctured all the tyres. The financial impact of replacing four tyres and the inconvenience of it turned out to be a better deterrent than traffic calming. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Jeff Tells Stories, where I basically do podcast or audiobook style readings of stuff what I've written. This one was actually written just after Boris Johnson stepped down as Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. It's called El Presidente. Sweeping changes gripped the nation on Friday when a newcomer to politics was sworn in to replace the outgoing and disgraced Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Car enthusiast, dad, YouTuber and surfer Jeff Buys Cars had no previous history in politics and didn't entirely know how the system worked, but his argument that none of the recent leaders seemed to either was hard to counter. Upon taking the top job, Mr Jeff got to work, first announcing that he wanted to be known as El Presidente and then moving the entire administration team, and therefore the centre of UK leadership, to the Fistral Beach Hotel and opening up 10 Downing Street as a homeless shelter. The fleet of government vehicles were all sent back to Jaguar Land Rover and replaced by Volvo 850s, V70 Classics and early Saab 95s, complete with a handwritten note telling JLR to sort out the quality issues and build cars that last. After the new party was established in the southwest, the first lady, Mrs Jeff, got started with education, food and healthcare reform. Many people said she couldn't handle all three, but she insisted that the three were entirely connected. Her first move was to ban soft drinks and McDonald's, and people thought this was odd, but when they fully understood just how many teaspoons of sugar were in the stuff, and how that sugar is processed by the body, they began to appreciate how diet education is actually directly linked to healthcare spending. School meals were overhauled with the introduction of free school meals for everyone, which included breakfast and an optional evening dinner, and a panel was put in place to find the very best UK farms to supply the very best food to the UK schools. And it wasn't cheap, but as Mrs Jeff said, if we aren't investing in the kids, what's the point? Every school in the country was connected to their local National Trust property to ensure that every Friday was outdoor education and physical education and yoga were now daily activities instead of weekly. The new curriculum also included How Stuff Works, which encompasses all manner of life skills from money management to marriage to emotions to plumbing to woodwork and conversation and all the basic things that people might need to know to be able to leave school and actually know some useful things about how life and the world actually works and how to function within it as a useful, kind and resourceful human being. Mr Jeff banned phonics on the basis that it might help in early years, but it stops kids from being able to spell later in life. And while Mrs Jeff sorted education, nutrition and health, Mr Jeff got to work on draining the swamp. Rishi, Javid and Boris, along with all the other corrupt self-serving swine, were hauled before a tribunal to answer questions from a panel of conspiracy theorists and experts to explain their actions and policies over the last two years and to finally figure out what the F has been going on. The results of that are still pending, but a vote was taken on the fate of Boris. The overwhelming decision from the general public, and everyone who knew him, was that the only suitable punishment was the stocks. Although the stocks hadn't been used since 1872, Jacob Rees-Mogg just happened to have a set in his lounge. So these were borrowed, and both Mogg and Johnson were shackled together for a week whilst people travelled from around the country to throw stuff at them. Seagulls assembled in droves, and the whole scene was disgusting and depraved and peppered with shit. 
not unlike Boris Johnson's political career. The automotive world was, of course, under scrutiny. Fuel duty was abolished on a trial basis, with El Presidente saying that people need a break. And when asked how he would finance this, he simply reminded the public that a 2021 analysis by CAAT revealed that the British government financed more than £17 billion worth of weapons to 70% of the world's worst human rights abusers. He then banned the sale of arms to any country with a question mark over their ethics. Car tax was instantly removed for all vehicles pre-2002, and there are quintessential Jeff cars, while the tax rates on gay little SUVs like Nissan Dukes were set at two and a half grand a year. Further road tax reforms came with the obnoxious show-off tax, which saw the most ostentatious vehicles incurring a £5,000 per year tax hike. This mostly impacted large and tasteless SUVs, such as the Audi Q8, Mercedes G-Wagon, Range Rover, and of course all BMW X cars, including the BMW iX. Sorry, Rich, no one needs a car that big. El Presidente is also working on a car for life, not just for three years of your finance deal programme. Elsewhere in motoring, the ludicrous practice of police wasting time by catching people on e-scooters was removed while all e-scooters became legal on the proviso that riders wear helmets and attend a training course. After all, how can one possibly claim to be supporting green transport while at the same time outlawing a perfectly sensible form of personal electric travel? Another key change came to the motorway system, where smart motorways were immediately removed on the first day in office. They're dangerous, and that's that. Speed limits would also see an overhaul on fast stretches of road with excellent safety records. Speed limits and cameras were removed entirely, but a change was introduced, so causing death by dangerous driving meant life in prison. After an initial flurry of high-speed incidents, people just got used to it and the novelty wore off, and we became a whole lot more German about it. Drivers speeding through school zones during school hours were visited by the official Stop Being a Massive Dick team, who punctured all the tyres. The financial impact of replacing four tyres and the inconvenience of it turned out to be a better deterrent than traffic calming. I'm sure there's much, much more that a compassionate, driven, real person could achieve to make life better for real people, but I'm also confident that we're not going to get that. The very fact that the important swine have left the pig pen isn't a good thing. It just means that they won't be held accountable and will be replaced by the next self-serving career lunatic in line, who's probably going to be even worse anyway. Politics seems dead and the country does seem to be on the verge of collapse. But for now, the skies are clear. So we're still allowed to drive and enjoy our old car. So let's continue to do so. And don't worry, I won't be going into politics. Thanks for listening.